Welcome to Untaming Leadership. I'm Igina Jirazi. And I'm Sam Allen, and we are both leadership coaches and trainers with a passion for transformation. Our mission is to grow conscious and inspiring leaders and to dive deep into the very heart of leadership. Tune in for your bi-weekly fix of wisdom and inspiration from diverse experts in the field. Team ready? Hello, hello, and welcome to this new episode of Untaming Leadership. We're so grateful today to have our next guest, which is Silvia Torchio. And Silvia is a result-driven marketing leader in pharmaceuticals. Welcome, Silvia. We're so happy to have you here. Thank you so much, Migena and Sam. I'm really, really, really grateful that uh, you offered me this opportunity today. Oh, so lovely to see your smiling face. And, um, you know, we always kick off, Sylvia, with the question around the definition of leadership, because we're super curious about your definition. How would you define leadership? Um, I have several definitions of leadership myself, too. I, you know, for me, is uh, mainly conscious living. So leadership is really living consciously, dealing with situations and with people consciously, and being aware of the consequences of, uh, of what I do and how I do things. And uh, also um, prepare a little bit and being aware of uh, how I am uh, gonna deal with things. And so, yeah, this is, uh, in essence, it's a very general definition, but I, I like it. I was uh, thinking of it and I really like it, living consciously, yeah. I love that. I love just that word awareness that kind of popped out as you spoke to that, because it feels like everything starts with, you know, what's happening in me, what's happening around me, and then how do I want to choose to respond to that based on what I'm picking up? So, yeah, just really want to kind of highlight, you know, the importance of what you've just shared there, Sylvia. Exactly. Yeah, for me, it's... And the choice. I really like exactly. the, the choice because I think that we can all make conscious choices. And uh, as soon as we realize that we can make choices, we, we take it to a different level. So we live and experience reality in a different level. Yeah, I love that. I love that we all are a choice, mm -hmm. and also this this uh, ability to respond to things rather than react, uh, responding rather than reacting. That's also the conscious choice here. Yeah. And we would also love to hear, like, what have you learned from all these years of being a leader? I, I know maybe there's not enough time to tell <laughs> all the learnings. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, it's. Um... It took time to me to realize that I'm a leader. I think that everyone is a leader. Every single person is a leader. My kids are a leader um, in several opportunities. I, I realized this. I am a leader outside and inside the corporate world. Um, so it took me a while. I have realized this probably 
a few years ago when I, I went through the first leadership uh, training. Um, and uh, I have realized that leadership applies to any situation in life. And it's not a typical uh, business and corporate thing, but it's more of um, a daily exercise. And so um, I started from there and then I have applied this to my personal life and to my uh, professional life. Mm. I love what you're picking up on there. And it's really making me smile because it's kind of at the heart of the program that McGenna and I lead our Vibrant Females Conscious Leadership Program. You know, that idea that it's not just, you know, who we are at work that is our leadership, but actually the whole person that we are, you know, who we're showing up as everywhere all the time so yeah it just sounds really holistic when you speak to that Sylvia. I fully agree and I, I think that it's it's a virtuous circle so when we are empowered at the personal level we are much more empowered at the professional level and um, it's it's something that um, it gives it opens up a lot of opportunities because when we know ourselves better we can also lead other people and we can have a, a, a stronger impact on other people. And when we see that we have this impact on other people in business and in the private life, then we can also uh, feel better with ourselves and we reinforce our values and we can uh, uh, move on. So we need, I believe that it's very important to behave consistently with our values and as soon as we know that which values we are, are important for us and in which context we are resonant, we can make conscious choices to multiply this and to create as many opportunities as possible to be fully ourselves and to be even more leaders of our lives. Mm, I love that. Do you have an example where you've really kind of consciously stood in one of your values? And, you know, really embodied it. And then it's shown up in, you know, some great impact in your work or in your life. I mean, we'd love to know. One of my main values is respect mm. for people, for opinions, for different perspectives. And so probably the way I, I embody this is uh, in my relationship in an interna international environment. So the fact that, for example, when I'm in, uh, in the work or even now living in Switzerland as a foreigner, I respect people for their different nationalities and different cultures. I tend to learn their language um, so that I can uh, con better connect with them. And this really helped me and uh, it, it fully expresses my, my potential because uh, it allows me to get in touch with these people deeper and to get better connected with them. And so somehow um, I, I make the effort to get closer to people. And this is very rewarding because usually people feel it and they um, are more willing to engage with me and to open up because they feel that I get closer and closer to them. Yeah, I, I can hear also the value of connection as well. That's uh, that's strong in you. Yeah. And what else do you love about being a leader? I really like uh, expanding my impact. Mm. 
mm. on uh, on other people. So being a leader within, so one uh, one of my actually my my life purpose is uh, opening up opportunities and possibilities to other people and to myself. And so when I lead, I am able to do this. And uh, sometimes it's it's hard because sometimes people don't want to be led or sometimes people are putting some resistance. So maybe I, um, when I, even within a family context, I, um, for example, I give some opportunities to my kids and say, oh, why don't you do this in another way? Or why don't you try that sport or that activity? And sometimes they, you know, they, they are not comfortable and they don't want to do it. And then, you know, I need to, I've learned to take a step back and then to maybe engage with them in another way and offer these or other opportunities from another perspective, another angle, and then it works. So at work, it's the same. So I, I lead in the sense that I mainly lead cross-functional teams, but also I have a small team reporting to me and I truly enjoy having that impact and um, opening up opportunities and grow within the team. So building the team and growing myself within the team and allowing people to grow. I love what you're sharing there around allowing growth. Uh, and I'm getting really, really curious about your own personal growth. How have you most grown as a leader in recent years? I, but first of all, uh, everything started, as I said, with this leadership program that I did uh, at business school in uh, 2017. And uh, this was really an eye opener, um, especially because it's quite interesting. It's a program that uh, uh, is called high performance leadership. And most of the executives that joined this program at the IMT Business School in Lausanne believe that this is a corporate program. So you go there, they tell you how to be a great boss. And, and actually it's a self-discovery journey. And, and people do not realize this until they sit down and they, they go through the life journey and all these aspects of their own life. So they dig very, very deep into their journey and up to the point that several people also cry. There are sessions where people start crying because they realize something. And I was, on one hand, I knew what to expect because I have a very good friend who went through the program and she recommended it. And so I knew more or less that it was more personal than, uh, than any other thing. And on the other hand, I've realized that there are a lot of people who are not aware of themselves, of what they, the impact they have, or maybe that they've made choices without thinking too much. And so through that journey, I landed at CTI and the coaching program where I met both of you. <laughs> and, uh, and through that journey, I have uh, really explored myself. And uh, I, let's say I have found a framework where to put all the things that I had thought of during the years, but that I was not able to formalize. Mm. And so from there onwards, I had a lot of other programs and opportunities to engage with leadership. Mm. 
That's so lovely. It's like that saying, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And it seems like exactly. you were ready for this. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, I always feel this call, mm. you know, like I, I went to that, the first program and I felt it was the right thing to do. And then the coaching was the second thing. And then I was thinking, ah, I don't have time. I'm not able to do this, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to become a coach. And then, you know, there was this power that was calling me and saying, no, you need to do this. You need to do this now. Don't wait. Go for it. Beautiful. Oh, wow. What an amazing example of following your leadership urge, you know, listening to that inner voice and actually, you know, taking your decisions from that place of knowing. So powerful, Sylvia. Yeah, yeah I agree. And, and I'm also curious about uh, the challenges that you had to overcome to get here. But it seems like, yes, definitely the, the leadership urge was much, much stronger. The challenge, I think it is a challenge that everyone experiences, which is the pace at which we live. Our society is not made for reflection. Mm. It's not made for taking time off. Uh, it's not made for self-awareness, simply because we are in the do, do, do mode and uh, I I mean I, I'm in that mode like everyone else and having two kids and a full-time job and uh, being interested in tons of things uh, doesn't help sometimes but uh, yeah but um, I, I have realized and I need to constantly remind myself to sit down and think and to sit down and consider uh, what what is important to me and uh, and also what is important in my journey what is uh, relevant yeah love that and just notice how you change the atmosphere when you start talking about what's important you know <laughs> it's making me actually want to draw closer to you on the screen and I, I really want to ask you what is like deeply important to you right now in your life um, it's, it's important to look after myself yeah. to make sure that I'm able to look after anyone mm. else. Mm. And this is also the result of the journey, like yeah, going through uh, such a long leadership journey meant to me realizing what self-care and self-leadership mm. mean. And uh, I now know when I need to stop because I need to nourish myself first. Mm. And that's, um, that's something that I recommend mm. to anyone. So, um, and where else do you see growth? Because I definitely, I love this part of the self-care and the self-leadership. And sometimes, especially as women, we tend to find it difficult Right. So, um, so how's your journey up to now? And, and also besides that, what, what other growth do you see for yourself? I think that this journey is never ending. And uh, sometimes I, I think of myself with 70 or 80, and I think that I will still look for opportunities to improve because, uh, because our impact never stops. We can always have impact on uh, on ourselves and other people, um, and so I I think that I will continue uh, 
um, exploring myself. This, uh, this posing and pressing the pose button is something that I need to continue working on. I, I'm not done with that and I tend to forget pretty easily. So it's, um, it's something that it's still in my mind. And also when times get challenging, it's the grounding. So now I know there are a few videos and programs that I've done in the past that I have always available on my phone. And when it gets challenging, then I know that I need to listen to these uh, videos and post podcasts again, and they ground me. And so when I get grounded, then I can take a break and then I can start again and look at things in another way. So I have learned also not to panic. It ha still happens sometimes, but um, I, I look at myself, you know, when I see myself among the waves and I cannot swim because it's simply too much, uh, then I, I need to look for my, um, uh, my island in the sea and then I need to sit on that island and I need to watch the waves. And then when it, the, the sea calms down, then I can swim again. Wow. What I witness in you, I mean, I've known you for a while now, Sylvia, is yeah, this slowing down into yourself. I can even hear you speaking just slightly more slowly than what I knew before in you, you know? And um, yeah, it really feels different in your presence. It feels like it's still the same Sylvia, <laughs> still the same bubbliness and, you know, energy. And yet, yeah, I, I definitely sense that groundedness in you. So I just want to acknowledge that because I really do, you know, tangibly feel your growth in that way. Thank you. I think I'm getting wiser with the, with the age <laughs> as well, uh, but also with the work I do on myself. It, it takes time. So Sylvia, just to kind of throw in a little curveball question here. If you could sit down and have dinner with a famous leader, and it could be a famous leader in their own life or you know, a famous leader in politics or who knows what, and have a good old chat. Who would you choose and why? You know, I, we had a similar question uh, in a leadership program at my company um, a few months ago. And I was thinking and thinking and thinking and I couldn't find anyone. You know why? Because for me, I, I, I feel much more connected with leaders that I meet, that I know personally, versus uh, leaders that are famous and they have a wonderful career. I, I like to read articles or to listen to podcasts about these people. Like I like to listen to CEO interviews, podcasts from a let's say intellectual curiosity standpoint, but I, I like more to refer to female leaders that I work with, for example, mm -hmm. or that, that I, I have met in my career and now they have moved on to other companies. So I, I would basically love to meet, to have a table with all the female leaders that I have appreciated and made me grow during the last 20 years and maybe sit down and ask each of them or exchange among all of us around certain key topics. Mm. 
that's so beautiful that you have just for you to remember you have a spot on that table you have a chair you are one of them and i'm also curious about what inspires you in those leaders i i wanted to understand for example one of the topics that i am currently exploring is how to be an authentic leader while keeping my my characteristics my enthusiasm my passion and uh, you know balancing the let's say executive presence with uh, being spontaneous and passionate so these these are two aspects that i would like to to get more um uh, tips and advice on and another topic is really uh, self-management so i really like to hear how these people how the, the other um, leaders cope with stress or how they manage difficult situations how they go through change how they they approach you know other leaders within the organization to get supported in handling change and challenges love that i love everything you've shared and i have to just share on a personal level when you were saying about these women and how you'd like to have them gathered around gave me so many ideas magena <laughs> for our vibrant females from our program how wonderful would it be to gather female leaders in one room eat drink share convey wisdom and then like look at all the growth that would happen in that space so thank you sylvia because you just planted a seed right there you see, opening up opportunities for people. Well, it's done. <laughs> She's on purpose. Yeah, I mean, if you were like, um, I'm just thinking actually of, of people listening, you know, we always think of, of people listening, perhaps some new leaders, and they're thinking, oh, you know, don't quite know where to start, what, what to do, what, how I can be to really show up fully and to do a good job here. Like what, what tip would you give people in that position based on your experience and where you're at now? I, I'm a big believer of uh, giving forward. This I've learned from uh, uh, a very seasoned uh, leader I had a few years ago. And before she left our company, she booked uh, a slot with me and I was a bit concerned uh, because I was just wondering, okay, well, what's going on? And she said, you know what? I'm leaving the company. I would like to know what I can do for you. And she said, I have received so much in my career uh, from other leaders that I now want to give forward because of course she couldn't, she could no longer give back because she was already you know with with a long experience and people who helped her maybe are no longer in business or she left she left contact with them so i i'm a big believer in this and uh, i i try to do it with uh, with the younger uh, generation of leaders and so i i'm pretty sure that there are a lot of people like me and so what I would suggest to younger leaders is really to look for these people. Mm. Just look for these people, ask around who in your organization or who in your industry is open and willing to help and to share their experience or to mentor informally, because we tend to be shy and think that nobody has time for us. 
And I, I myself sometimes I think, oh, that person is so senior, she will never think of me or he will never spend time to have a coffee with me. And this is not true. It's just uh, maybe um, an idea that we have, but people are very happy. And if people appreciate us, they make the time. And maybe they don't make the time regularly, but maybe, you know, here and there, oh, I have sat down with this gentleman, I have sat down with that lady within the company, and it was cool and it was rewarding on both sides. And, and what's the legacy you want to live, Sylvia? I, I would really like to, to make people understand that, um, that awareness is important. Like every leader, every person in general, but every leader has an impact. So whatever we say and whatever we do um, are expanding. We, we multiply what we do. And so we, we need to be very conscious of the way we behave because these uh, can affect people positively or negatively. And so that awareness is extremely important. So to leaders who are very focused on the content and the projects and the processes, I, I would really recommend think, think twice before acting because what you are doing is, is gonna stay and the people will remember the way you have treated them much more than that project or that content or that process. Yeah, you touch on something so important there. It's the human to human contact that remains at the end of the day, yeah. you know, and I love the way that you're coming from that very human centric place in that share uh, brings it back to what's important and to the essence, you know. Absolutely. Sylvia, you have been such an incredible guest. Um, I've loved listening to you. Um, so much wisdom, so much experience um, coming from the heart and yet really applicable on an everyday basis. Um, so I'm really excited for people listening right now to be able to tune in, <laughs> pick up some tips and, and hear your journey. We, we really deeply appreciate you being on our show today. Thank you so much. And, you know, it's the first time it happens to me to be interviewed by two coaches. So <laughs> I had a, a little degree of concern, but it, it disappeared after three to four minutes. So thank you so much for making me feel comfortable and, uh, and enjoying this experience with both of you. Absolutely. Our pleasure. And if you're listening and you're curious about bringing a conscious leadership program to your organization, please uh, contact us at info. Sorry, I'll start again on that bit. <laughs> you do that bit. I forgot our email address again. <laughs> Please contact us at info at dynamics-leadership.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of Untaming Leadership. Are you a leader keen to share your take on leadership? Want to offer your organization the chance to participate in one of our experiential conscious leadership programs? We would love to hear from you.